Ever wondered who and what is shaping Luxembourg? This is your Lux Unplugged podcast with your hosts, Adrian and Thierry. Hi, I'm Thierry. And I'm Adrian. First of all, Happy New Year to all our listeners. This week, I'm talking to Pierre Tyne, director at the Hein Group. Hein is a Luxembourgish manufacturing jewel, specializing in the production and export of high-quality ovens for baked goods. The reputation of this family-owned business goes way beyond Luxembourg and indeed Europe. Indeed, Hein started its early export endeavors to former Belgian colonies, and this opened up the market to sell their products around the globe competing with renowned manufacturing giants such as Germany and France. As our listeners most likely know, Luxembourg is predominantly a service-driven economy, with a high emphasis on the financial services industry. In this instance, Pierre walks us through the importance of improving Luxembourg's niche branding and competitiveness in the manufacturing field. I was also curious to understand Pierre's views on the Made in Luxembourg label and his role in his field when representing Hein. Indeed, Attracting new industrial players to Luxembourg has been a challenge over the years, given that the country has spent a lot of energy expanding the services industry. Also, one important point that is made in the conversation relates to the dilemma between increasing the share of industrial companies in Luxembourg, this versus difficulties linked to mitigating the environmental impact usually associated with such initiatives. Both can go hand in hand, actually, as you'll hear in this interview. And now, without further ado... Please enjoy my conversation with Pierre Tyne, director at the Hein Group. Hello, Pierre. Uh, thank you for joining us here on the Luxembourg podcast. Hi, Thierry. Thank you for inviting me for this uh, interesting uh, podcast. So for people who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? My name is uh, Pierre Tyne. I'm, I'm the director of the Hein Group, uh, a fifth-generation family-owned uh, company which is being managed by uh, Mr. Hein Ferdinand and myself. I uh, personally joined this company 22 years ago. And uh, study-wise, uh, because study is something quite important as well, uh, as, a, as a base, I have a diploma of an agriculture engineer. Okay, um, so you've been in the company for 22 years. But can you tell us about your early career experience, uh, especially about your time in Vietnam and Namibia and, and of course, others? Uh, let's start uh, uh, with my studies. Uh, when I stopped my studies uh, with my diploma, I was very keen on starting urgently with my real uh, work life, going into practice. I did have the immediate chance at that moment, uh, just when getting out and coming back to Luxembourg, I was uh, studying in Germany. Uh, I got an interview at Lux Development, and this is the official agency of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in charge of the Luxembourg 8 development program and um, they got a new director who was a real genius and a pioneer and uh, there was really a pioneer spirit going on. After an hour of interview with him, I did get a two-month consultant contract so as to show my talents or not my talents in managing projects all over the world in various fields. What was uh, the goal of this project was clear to uh, to make uh, development aid, uh, building clinics, hospitals, schools, vocational training centers, and that was a really nice project. Promoting of small business units, promoting of uh, women 
in the business, microcredit, maintenance programs, etc. That was mainly uh, what we were doing. Especially when coming back to uh, Vietnam, v Vietnam was uh, an amazing experience as this country at that time was just open uh, uh, after a long period of total isolation. So um, that was an amazing experience. We strongly believed in supporting Vietnam, not only then with building hospitals or whatever, but supporting them building up the tourism industry, uh, which was at that time when I started, there was one only hotel in Hanoi which was called the Metropole, and that was all. And uh, we said that we should help them to develop the tourism industry because that will generate income and then and, and. and uh, we did build up uh, four hotel schools in partnership with uh, our Luxembourg Hotel School in Dikersh. So uh, we put them into our boat uh, uh, and uh, that was quite great experience as well for the hotel school in Dikersh. Uh, and even today, still, there are strong links eh, with Vietnam and the school. After this thrilling experience, I did decide to leave all this uh, general project management where I was uh, spending lots of my time in planes uh, in between all these countries and Luxembourg and to go as a resident country manager to Namibia, where also Luxdev just started new program. Uh, that was also an extremely nice uh, experience with lots of... Uh, great results uh, as an expat, uh, which is a different life than uh, just going into the countries in and off. Uh. That was for more or less two years. What was the experience like as a young person going somewhere where most of the population of the world hasn't been before? Yeah, this is, um, this is mind-blowing uh, for young, uh, a youngster uh, going into the world. Uh, uh, really mind-blowing seeing Vietnam at the time when we started. Uh, um, I always remember uh, this uh, this amazing picture which I took with my proper eyes is uh, uh, in t in the city of Hanoi uh, uh, there's cross a cross of two streets and uh, of uh, out of the four sides there are I think thousand bicycles coming uh, and somehow uh, managing getting through this without having an accident. And uh, in between um, buffaloes uh, um, running around uh, and uh, some uh, some other animal, and uh, just this uh, huge amount of people, uh, just uh, having a special look in their eyes, a special goal, it's really something special. Vietnam, uh, as you could really see that this country uh, was somehow suffering for many years, going out of uh, coming out of different uh, wars. Uh, and uh, you could really feel that. And uh, negotiating with these people, uh, that was with high, high decorated generals, which were then uh, ministers, was uh, very, very tough. Coming back to, to the company you're involved in uh, today, how would you describe Pine? And, and of course, what are the secret ingredients for business that has been around since 1882? Yeah. Um... Heine is a typical family-owned business uh, in the uh, fifth generation, uh, uh, created uh, 1882, so that's a long time ago. And already in the early 50s, uh, we did export lots of uh, bigger ovens to uh, Congo due to the link of the Belgian colonies. And uh, we even uh, um, did export to to Cape Town at that time. So um, at that time, uh, Hein was already very export-oriented and um, quite successful on that. Uh, nowadays, 99% uh, of our uh, production is getting exported 
uh, all over the world. Uh, nevertheless, we mainly concentrated, uh, that's a strategy on the European market, where we are market leader in uh, several countries around uh, Luxembourg. But nevertheless, as I said, we also export to Asia, especially Japan. Uh, Canada, Russia is a new partner, which is uh, functioning quite well uh, in our business. And uh, just uh, some weeks ago, I did sell uh, a nice installation to Australia, to um, Tanunda. I never uh, did hear that name before. Tanunda is the western side of uh, of Australia. And um, per coincidence, one of my favorite wines is coming from Tanunda, which I didn't know, huh? which I found out later. <laughs> what are the special ingredients? Yeah, or oh, the secret ingredients. Uh, yeah, secrets should be not told. Huh? We not we do not really have lots of secrets. Huh? It's uh, definitely uh, uh, we have uh, several main main strategy for our success. It's uh, first of all uh, working with your heart and uh, full power. It's the, definitely the, the word quality uh, which is uh, being lived here. It's a major key issue while building ovens and uh, unfortunately due to strong competition in price worldwide, uh, most of the oven builders in Europe uh, do react just easily and um, putting pressure uh, on the quality and lowering the quality in order to cope with this pressure on price. And Hein is renowned, obviously, for its quality and tailoring, but also to the variety of products that you manufacture. Um, and how important are these two components to succeed in, in, first of all, in manufacturing, but also in exporting? Very clear um, quality um, and tailoring is for us one of the major issues and quality uh, uh, is linked to innovation. Uh, I think Hein uh, uh, has the innovation in its DNA yeah, since uh, 1882. And in the, definitely in the last 15 years where the markets uh, got tougher and tougher, we did put five new oven types on the market uh, and many more smaller details, which were finally made by Hein uh, um, internally with our proper engineers. Um, all these projects were, were finally supported by the Ministry of economy uh, together with uh, Lux Innovation, uh, a very um, effective way uh, to support uh, Luxembourg uh, smaller and uh, medium-sized business. And um, due to this innovation, we succeeded uh, to, to get even more market shares and, and, and to survive with quality, not uh, survive through uh, smaller prices. Innovation um, for us is the key factor and uh, our innovation strategy is based on four key strategies. Uh, it's definitely the innovation of new ovens. Uh, that's a very important factor, but not the only one. Uh, we also um, try to innovate in new non-oven machines like cooling. Uh, about 20 years ago, we uh, innovated lots and we did take a partner in our boat uh, in cooling uh, so that we can offer ovens and cooling, uh, which has lots of advantages. In coolings, uh, nowadays, we uh, came up with a new innovation which uh, gave us new market shares which were not existing before because this product did not exist worldwide before. And uh, secondly, also automatization. Uh, nowadays, labor is expensive and uh, yeah, it's very difficult to work in front of an oven of 250 degrees. So even more difficult to find labor, definitely in the night, even more difficult. That's why automatization uh, plays an important role. And we did 
um, invest into a company in Germany who is doing the automatization uh, for in front of our ovens, also important. So that's innovation in new product. So not, not every purchase is uh, a product off the shelf. It's almost custom made to the requirements of your your clients. But also in terms of exporting, it's you know, you're sending a product from A to B, but surely for a like a product like an oven, there's a lot of add-on um, services that you need to provide, like install training and so on. How how do you manage um, uh, that then? Because Obviously, your core market, I would say, is exporting. How is that planned out then? For us, it is very clear. Selling an oven in the world uh, could could be quite easy uh, uh, in one way. But uh, if we don't have strong partners uh, on the other side of the world, uh, like, for example, in Japan, if we wouldn't have a strong partner, even if uh, we would have customers who want an oven made in Luxembourg, we wouldn't sell it because uh, the after sales in this uh, sector is extremely important. And therefore, uh, yeah, we choose especially uh, good partners, uh, good after sales partners who then finally can uh, uh, service our ovens because the best oven without service will not serve uh, uh, lots uh, because a broken oven will not bake. And if it doesn't bake uh, the morning uh, in the bakery, uh, you will not find a nice baguette. And uh, can you explain to us why the made in Luxembourg is so important, important in the context of export then? That's a nice topic. Made in Luxembourg, uh, we see that everywhere here in Luxembourg uh, where they build uh, machines, uh, where they put this sticker on, but um, in our field of greater export, we do have a clear disadvantage uh, to the logo Made in Germany, for example, which stands for worldwide uh, quality. Furthermore, in our field, uh, bakery sector, Made in France, which is as well a mega booster for sales for France, as everybody in the world uh, from South America and to uh, Singapore knows about succulent crust baguette and its uh, French croissant with his chummy macarons from Paris. So um, we don't have this advantage uh, about uh, this logo made in Germany or made in, in France, for example. So it's much more difficult for us to export uh, uh, as uh, we don't have this, uh, I would call it a, a booster, huh? which the others do have. I take an example. I love examples. If we have an investor in Singapore who would like to in invest into a high uh, modern bakery, so what would he buy? He possibly will think uh, about uh, yeah, the made in Germany good machines, or he would uh, think about the croissant uh, in France, and so he would buy all German ovens or French ovens. Possibly he will think about Luxembourg when it comes to the finance of this project, uh, so possibly there he will make the bridge to Luxembourg. So that is a little bit challenging, but nevertheless, um, we can see, and uh, it's always to see the good things, not the negative things, and uh, that's at least uh, what we try. Um, due to this great finance sector which we have in Luxembourg and uh, nowadays a quite good name in that field uh, of Luxembourg uh, worldwide, um, yeah, we try to be the ambassador for this Made in Luxembourg logo for our project, uh, project sorry, and um, yeah, uh, as we are very visible with uh, our bread-producing machines, uh, uh, people are looking into that. Uh, it's uh, it's not uh, some sort of machine which is very uh, yeah not linked to people. Uh, in the morning when you get up, 
what do you have on the table, uh, a croissant or a baguette, and hopefully um, baked in a made in Luxembourg oven. So it's a quite visible project, and uh, we try at the end of the day to, to place ambassador for this made in Luxembourg logo. And there's a lot of things to do. We have lots of industrial international guests coming to Luxembourg for a visit or fine, and they always take the time to show those international customers the know-how definitely which can exist in Luxembourg, and also the country itself and its people. I love playing the Luxembourg tourist guide uh, in front in a, a bus which I rent and then I'm showing them around and uh, that is um, yeah that is important not only selling machines or the selling concept but also selling a country where you're living in and that's uh, something I love to do and um, there's a success with it uh, lots of people coming in and having yeah a strange strange feeling about Luxembourg and uh, uh, after 24 hour uh, 24 hours around with us they say Luxembourg is a great country and that's believe me that's a quite nice feeling and I'm convinced that together with the Ministry of Economy and some other Luxembourg companies doing also interesting things, we could develop furthermore the Made in Luxembourg logo so that it will be a very interesting and real thrilling logo in the world of business. Do you believe that Luxembourg could benefit with more manufacturing facilities or companies being based in Luxembourg to boost that particular economy? Definitely, yeah. um, uh, that is the main topic for the moment, uh, that, uh, yeah, uh, there were lots of uh, companies uh, in the manufacturer business uh, coming and investing in Luxembourg many years ago. Nowadays, uh, it's mainly service. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's a challenge uh, to, uh, to put in, again, more uh, uh, manufacturer companies uh, coming from, uh, from other countries. But it's a difficult challenge, eh? uh, uh, taking uh, the, the last experience, uh, uh, experiences which we had here in Luxembourg in the last two, three years. But especially for, for a company that's been around since 1882, as we um, earlier spoke about, was there ever an idea or a reason why the company didn't decide to move to France or, or to, to Germany and then take use of this made in Germany or made in France uh, booster that they could use? Um, about before we invested uh, uh, this 10 million in uh, the production site here in Straßen, uh, which is just next to the city center, uh, we definitely did think about uh, several uh, possible strategies. And finally, and this is what I always try to say, it's also an advantage of a family business. A family business is more linked to his country, is often more linked to his people. The best company without its people does not worth anything. So uh, we at that time decided to stay uh, in Luxembourg and to invest in Luxembourg for, uh, for these reasons and also for the reasons that at that time at least Luxembourg was um, still very uh, manufacturer and industrial um, yeah, supportive which unfortunately nowadays is a little bit different. Do you personally see a benefit in um, digitalization of exhibitions, meetings in, in your line of business? Or are you happy to get off the Zoom calls at some point and just literally go and meet your clients again? We definitely are in a sector where the direct contact uh, is very important. Let's take, for example, an exhibition of uh, bakery machines 
it's all about it's all about taste it's about crust it's about smell and that cannot be transported yet over the net eh? at least i do not know the technique yet eh? so on that side eh, it is uh, definitely important to meet the people it's important to show the people and that is very difficult in our sector to do it in digital way nevertheless uh, lots of other um, uh, meetings eh, with customers eh, or with cli uh, with uh, our staff uh, because we have lots of staff uh, which is sitting all over the world we are doing lots of digital conferences and that's uh, yeah that's important uh, uh, and that's what we do but that will never replace in our field at least uh, what we need to have it's a direct contact and it's a direct a contact to the product yeah and, and especially in a, in a line of business where people buy from people rather than buying it through a technology um, especially example in finance nowadays, a lot of things can be done over over softwares and and coding and and so on. But obviously for yours, it's a little bit um, it's a little bit different. Yeah, indeed. Huh? Um, I say uh, selling an oven and saying it's a great oven who is at the end of the day baking a fantastic bread. Fine, huh? but uh, that's a theory. Huh? Uh, you have to show it. And that's why uh, in my 22 years of career, I uh, am out of the office at least twice a week uh, and during the night uh, to show bigger customers uh, references and uh, to show them what we really can do. And that's very important. And that's how that's my major key uh, sales effect uh, and effort, not just theory, but definitely um, uh, going to the practical side eh? and um, that cannot be done through digital side. nevertheless we believe uh, strongly into digitalization and we already started 15 years ago in our production eh, to to train our people on digitalization so all our machines eh, which were manual before are now definitely all digital and uh, all linked to each other so that is a very important issue but uh, uh, the selling of an oven is definitely something which is on the practical side, yeah, you have to do it when seeing people and showing people. And we, we mentioned earlier, could Luxembourg do with more manufacturers based in the country? And in general, how could Luxembourg then be more attractive to manufacturers? Yeah, that's uh, for me one of the, the set uh, development at the present time uh, after uh, two um, projects which definitely turned sour. Uh, the Luxembourg flexibility and the quick and effective decision making is somehow being lost and all enormous effort by our Ministry of Economy, who is extremely effective so as to attract foreign investors are somehow being sabotaged in the industry sector. And that is very sad because we mustn't forget that manufacturers and industry is the base of all economy. And that's very sad on uh, on, on this point. Then the environmental policy and uh, and lobby, uh, uh, that's a big problem for the moment here in Luxembourg. And uh, it's a real problem that only one ministry, uh, meaning the Ministry of Economy, has the general power to stop new great initiatives uh, in the manufacturing business. Uh, and um, this is really, uh, at the present time, uh, very sad to see the actual development of this uh, yeah, a new industrial project which were being uh, implemented or um, yeah put to Luxembourg and finally uh, uh, there's no result. 
Luxembourg needs a strong industrial pillow uh, in its future development plan. And at the present stage, this is being undermined mostly by the Ministry of Environmental and uh, industry nowadays does not necessarily mean, uh, and that is my point, environmental disaster. That's totally wrong. Industry and uh, manufacturing business is not necessarily something which is environmental non-friendly. Taking Hein, for example, we did invest lots in environmental friendly production methods uh, and uh, did in the last 10 years innovate uh, new techniques uh, in a program called Greenproofed, I love that name, and we did success uh, to uh, minimize uh, for our, our most of our oven types the energy consumption up to 50%. And as everybody nowadays uh, I'm talking about CO2 footprint, with only uh, as a small company uh, here in Luxembourg, we did reduce with this innovation. The, the footprint, the CO2 footprint, by 120 million tons over the last six to seven years. That's enormous. So we must stop uh, just saying industry is bad uh, uh, and industry is bad for environment. I, we are fully convinced that our first topic in our, uh, for all of us on the world, if it's in Africa, Asia, or in Luxembourg, uh, that environmental issues should be the first goal and we must conserve and we must do everything possible to conserve our environment because there is a real need for that. But on the other hand, uh, we can do it hand in hand with industry. And that is not understood at the present time here in Luxembourg. So we need industry for foreign invest and foreign investment here in the country. So to ensure a long-term and long-based uh, strategy for our future generations, because at the end of the day, our children cannot just go uh, on the green field and uh, just eat uh, grass. Uh, that's not possible. Uh, we need ovens. Uh, we need machines uh, uh, for getting the things done. Luxembourg is overall losing out to its neighboring uh, regions uh, because they either have more flexibility by still conserving um, the, the, the green credentials or that uh, potentially people there have a more business sense and having more experience in, um, in industries. Well, I would say uh, that's a big disadvantage nowadays. Eh? Uh, lots of people will, uh, will not like what I will say, but I will say it nevertheless. The problem in Luxembourg is that we are not hungry anymore. Eh? And if you are not hungry due to the fact that everything is running fine, eh? uh, then you get, you would get, start picking, eh? uh, picking only uh, smaller things which just arrange everybody eh? out of eh? uh, the big cake. And that's wrong. Eh? We must have a long-term strategy and we need eh? industry and we need manufacturing business here in the country. And uh, I think other countries around like uh, Belgium, France or even Germany uh, where they don't have uh, uh, for the moment uh, the success which we have uh, and do not have all the resources, they are much more hungry uh, attracting uh, this kind of uh, companies and I think it's important having uh, uh, some of these uh, bigger companies also in Luxembourg because uh, they are not so um, yeah, volatile eh, than a service company who can just go tomorrow to another country. If you're investing uh, 10 or 20 or 50 million euro or 100 million euro here in Luxembourg for production, you will stay here for a certain time. Looking into the future then, past uh, the COVID pandemic, where do you see Hein in the future and how can you further in innovate in, in your specific field? 
we have two major objectives uh, nevertheless uh, it's uh, further on the innovation of low energy machines and uh, re reducing the co2 footprint uh, that's uh, our major topic for for the moment and our major sales opportunities and arguments uh, and we are very strong into that um, Let's take one example. Uh, now in Germany, we getting uh, if a customer is buying a special oven uh, uh, type from us, which is very green proofed, he's getting up to 40% of uh, subsidies uh, due to the fact that uh, the CO2 footprint is so low. So I think this is a very interesting and uh, a major uh, topic uh, which we have on our agenda, which we will uh, further on uh, um, continue to innovate. Secondly, is um, to support, and that's uh, one of my 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 topics for the moment. Support the tr practical training of young people in the manufacturing business, and supporting the efforts of uh, our FEDIL, Luxembourg Federation of uh, uh, Industrial Industrials, and uh, some other institutions, so as to make interest, industry and manufacture sexy again for our future generation. Uh, we need to tell the young people not just to go to a bank or to an insurance or to go uh, into a ministry, uh, but definitely uh, be open for yeah for new things, uh, industri industrial sector, which is really something where we can be extremely innovative and where at the end of the day you have a fantastic product which uh, is being uh, produced and uh, made in Luxembourg. So we more have to go into the schools. And I personally uh, am participated in several programs where I'm as a director of HEIN. I'm going to the schools, talking to a thousand kids. Uh, and if only one of the thousand will at the end of the, uh, the day understand my message, I'm already happy. Uh, and we also have a strong um, training program here at the factory where we uh, train youngsters uh, in our field and we have a big success. Eh? Uh, we we have now six or seven people which were trained in the last two or three years and all of them were finally remaining at our company. Uh, also the uh, taking uh, one of our best is a, a, g a girl starting here as one of the first girls uh, in our production and she's one of our, our best, uh, best um, personnel nowadays. Pierre, thank you very much for taking the time out of your schedule to talk to us here at the Luxembourg podcast. And uh, hopefully we're going to speak to you again uh, in the near distant uh, future to see uh, what you're up to. Yes, uh, no problem. I'm always at, my, at your disposal. It was really nice. And uh, talking about time, yeah, there's always time for everything if you want to. Huh? I hear too many times the word, Oof, I don't have the time. You always have the time if you want to and if you put it as a priority. And that's what I try to do 24 hours a day. There's a lot of ample time. Thanks for listening to the Lux Unplugged podcast. Please share this podcast with friends and family and leave us a review on iTunes. Also, please don't forget to visit our website, luxunplugged.com. And see you next time. Yeah.